0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and T.C. on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: All right, everybody, it's our second hour as we roll all the way toward 3 o'clock today. Uh, it's always fun when we get a chance to have Mitch Sherman on the show. ESPN, he comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines, Mitch.
2: Good afternoon to you, pal Good afternoon. How are you guys on this uh almost July day?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. It's going to feel good with a couple of days off. Speaking of having a couple of days off, how is it now for you since the uh big college World Series finally wrapped up in <laughs> Omaha?
2: Yeah, I always have like a mini reunion with my family when CWS gets over. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, got it a day early this year. I was, I, you know, I was happy to see Florida sweep LSU. And if LSU had won on Monday night, I would have been, I would have been happy to see LSU win by sweep. So, no, uh, no favoritism. It was uh, all SEC final. And I don't know how many people that thrilled outside of SEC land, but uh, it was actually a pretty entertaining. Couple of games, and um, and it was not. It's not. It's yeah. It's it's like signals. I mean there's like a little bit of summer before the college world series and then this this first couple of weeks in July is well, just fingers crossed you know the last time I tried to I uh, think I was I thought I was going to have a relaxing weeks uh, Bob Stoops retired so hopefully <laughs> nothing uh nothing around the 4th of July here goes goes crazy in the college sports world and I can I can enjoy myself a little bit before we get to media days time of year
1: There you go uh just quickly one more reference to the college world series it looked like a sensational scene every game packed mm-hmm. uh the fans were really into it uh, the city of omaha once again with a first class job
2: yeah record numbers on on tv i think they had a lot to do with uh, the name programs just about every well not just about every, well every, every program had a big time every program that made it was a big time baseball school and every program other than cal state fullerton was a big time school from a, from a power five league that has a following beyond baseball. So, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, Florida or Florida state, you know, football, Florida and Florida state football fans become Florida and Florida state baseball fans in June when their team is playing in Omaha. And uh, so that led to, led to a lot of people watching and that spilled over to Omaha where you had uh, record numbers in the stands. Uh, it was three hundred and three hundred and thirty thousand, 330,000, I think wow. for the 16 games. Yeah. Wow. It just uh, sellouts in the finals, which is nice to see. Sometimes uh, there's a little bit of fatigue that sets in in the in for those last couple of games uh, because people have been coming out and, and, and cheering for a week and a half, but uh, not this year, not with uh, LSU bringing, I don't know, probably seven eight nine thousand 9,000 fans up from Louisiana. <laughs> That's
1: great.
3: It is awesome. I love to see that. And the scene there in Omaha every year, even with the new ballpark now, it, a lot of people uh, still complain it's not Rosenblatt, it's not the same, but it's a great environment, a great ballpark if you haven't been there. And the way the community gets behind that, and and that's something, Mitch, that I know you can speak to. It's so incredible to me to see a city of the size of Omaha and the way that they back it. You mentioned the sellouts. I, I was I was trying to imagine if we had an event like that here, would we be able to sell it out every time? At Principal Park? And I don't think so. And obviously the park there is a lot bigger than what yeah. we have at Principal Park. I don't think how do they get that kind of support? Is it just something that is built through the forty fifty years of it being there?
2: yeah, I was going to say I mean, if you had it in Des Moines for fifty years and there was a tradition behind it, and it's just part of the fabric of what people do in June, you know people plan their vacations so they're not out of town uh in the- in the second half of june, and it it becomes a generational thing where you you, you do it and your kids do it, and their kids do it and I've been here long enough now, over fifty years that that I think I think a lot of communities, and I don't I don't want to de-emphasize the, the you know what Omaha does in the way that it supports the series because I do think it's it's somewhat unique. But I I also think if there were other communities of this size that were were given the opportunity to, to do something like that, that they would they would support it um, they would support it well also. So it's it's a unique situation, and this is the the, the NCA signed. Uh, 25 year um, agreement with the city of Omaha when they built the downtown ballpark TD Ameritrade Park in in 2010 so that i think only strengthened the the bond or the you know, the the love between Omahans and it's not just Omahans I mean it's people from from western Iowa and and all over the the region who have supported this thing for a long time I mean you see people you see license plates in the parking lot from, from Minnesota and, and, you know, all over the, the Midwest, you know, to the, to the, to the South, a lot of Kansas people and Oklahoma people come up for the event when, even when of course their teams aren't, aren't, aren't here. So, um, but, but, it, but when it, when they did that contract so that it would, it would stay in Omaha until 2035 um, you know, that, that was, that was a, a great thing for the city and it just enhanced that, uh, that bond even more.
1: Mitch Sherman is our guest ESPN on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway West Des Moines. Mitch, let's stay in the state of Nebraska, and start now with camps uh, getting uh, closer to opening up in August, about a month or so mm-hmm. away now. Uh, and let's cover the Cornhuskers, and we talked to you one time a little bit about Keyshawn Johnson Jr. Uh, when he bolted, but the door is wide open for his return. A, have you heard anything more on that? And is anything new? And B, how do you assess the Cornhuskers as they will get ready to open up camp in a month?
2: Yeah, well, Keyshawn uh, Senior was on on SportsCenter this week and talked more about it. And I think it was it was the same kind of rhetoric that um, Keyshawn Junior is going to take this time to mature uh, with every intention of of coming back to Nebraska in January and, you know, we'll see, uh, it's the, the, that, that time that, that he has is still in front of him. So I think a lot of it depends on what he does with that time and what his mindset is like. And, uh, you know, he, he can, he certainly has an, a, an opportunity to reevaluate things. And, and while the door is open for him to come back, you know, wide open, and, and he will be, he would be welcomed back by the coaching staff. And I think the, the fan base, you know, it's 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 also open for him to go elsewhere. So that's that's to be that's to be determined. Um, mm-hmm. As far as you know, that's a that when when August comes around is a is a minor thing. I think it, it generated a lot of headlines because of his name and in in June. But he probably wasn't going to figure heavily in the team this year anyway. Uh, it, along with his classmate from Calabasas High School, Tristan Jebia, who who is honestly more important to Nebraska's future uh, hopes than, than Keyshawn uh, Jebbia will be competing for the quarterback job at some point. If you know, it doesn't appear this year, he was number three coming out of spring practice and Tanner Lee is the guy and, and, and he's the one that a lot of the attention is going to be on as the summer moves on and it gets closer to big 10 media days. And they go into preseason camp so much, so much rests on the, on the right arm of, of Tanner Lee that, Lane transfer who sat out last year and uh, seems to be so much better equipped to, to run the offense the way that Mike Riley, Nebraska's third year head coach, and Daniel Langsdorf, the offensive coordinator, want to run this. They, they crafted their offense to fit Tommy Armstrong's strengths over the last couple of years. and now they have a guy, apparently, so it seems from from his set of skills uh as we as we understand them who will be able to run this offense the way that they did at Oregon State and 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 then you mix in some of the other talent at Nebraska they have a good what appears to be a good group of running backs and a uh, a decent group of receivers though not as good as a as a year ago losing Jordan Westercamp and some others but uh you know I, I, and and then they've changed a lot on the defensive side of the ball with Bob Diaco coming in uh, as defensive coordinator switching to a 3-4 look it will be uh An interesting year and and a lot of transition on on both sides of the ball.
3: Uh, So, Mike Riley, the pressure that is on him this year. We we talked in the past with you, Mitch, about the number that Vegas put out. We've seen six, six six-and-a-half, seven for the win total. And let's say it's right in that range. They're a six-and-six, seven-and-five kind of team. Uh, Mm -hmm. Is that enough for him to survive after three years at Nebraska? And maybe does it also kind of play – Maybe what happens with Scott Frost in year number two at Central Florida?
2: Well, he's on the radar. I mean, Nebraska fans will pay attention to everything that Scott Frost does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, right now there's there's not talk building. I don't think there's momentum building, no, no kind of a movement for Nebraska to make a run at Scott Frost. I think people right now are, they, they're settled in with Mike Riley as the as the coach. He went from five wins in his first year to nine wins in year two. And if, it's a big step back, closer to that number five in year three, well then, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of disgruntled people. Um, the unfortunate thing for Riley is that, the, the as, as I mentioned before, there's, there's a, a sense that the reset button is being hit here on, on both sides of the ball. And that's, you know, that's partly his own doing, uh, not so much offensively, in that they, they had to work with what they had, and, and Tommy Armstrong was the best guy to run that offense. The last two years but defensively you know he brought Mark Banker his his coordinator who was somewhat maligned as the Oregon State defensive coordinator and it didn't really work out all that well for two years Um, you know at times Nebraska looked okay on defense and defense won them some games early last season but in the end you saw the Iowa game like I did and and that wasn't the kind of defense that Nebraska wants to be known for playing so they went and and got rid of him and replaced him and, and you know that's that's on the head coach. Uh, he's the one who made the decision to bring the defensive staff along from his, his first stop. So if Nebraska has to take a step back defensively and, and re, reset its house, so to speak, um, you know, I don't think Mike Riley really does, really will, will receive much of a break for that. They'll, that, that will, that will, this isn't year one. It's year three and there are different expectations. So, um, to answer your question, I mean, if it's six wins, yeah, if it's five wins, sure. There will be there will be um, uh, some some disharmony if if it's seven or eight. It, it really kind of, I think it really kind of depends on how those seven or eight wins are achieved. Um, you never want to see a step back. I think Nebraska fans would would like to see a nine or, or even a ten win season. But uh, uh, if it's going to be lower than that, a lot of it will depend on on what the team looks like, how they play, what kind of progression they make as the year goes on.
1: Mitch, take me to the Big 12, and Trent and I ran across this story just the other day, and we discussed it a little bit, but you're more finely in tuned with that than we are. University of Texas reported that they would not ever play Texas A&M and apparently made phone calls to all of the other Big 12 schools asking them as well to not play Texas A&M. Uh, a did you hear that report b do you buy into it and c do you think the other schools would really do that
2: uh no well I, I mean i've i've read about uh some of that um and i know texas's history and i know that texas is always going to throw its weight around in the big 12 so even with that i didn't do any reporting specifically on that but i i know if from from, from past history that Texas has no problem making demands on other league members. It doesn't matter if Texas is coming off of three straight national championships or three straight five-win seasons. As it is, um, they carry a lot of weight in the Big 12 and aren't afraid to throw it around. So, but 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 no, I don't I don't think that other schools will take that too seriously. You haven't seen a Big 12 school play Texas A&M since the Aggies left for the SEC, at least in the regular season. So how much any of these suggestions or demands, whatever they might be, will impact the way that other schools schedule, I I don't know. I don't know that there are – I don't believe there are future games on schedules of teams to face the Aggies. Maybe there are, and I I just haven't seen them all. But, um, look, when it comes to football in the state of Texas, uh, anything – is Nothing is a surprise. Anything goes, and there, there, are, there are sore feelings all over the place, even when everyone's on the same page as far as league membership. The fact that things have splintered over the past five to ten years, and you've had new alliances formed or you know, schools reunited, like in the case of TCU and the Big 12 schools, You know, it just makes for a volatile environment and a volatile atmosphere. So the fact that Texas is out trying to influence things and trying to hurt Texas A&M, whatever it might be, it doesn't surprise me at all, and I think you can continue to expect more of this.
3: Mitch, uh, you are going through your ultimate Big 12 road trip. You guys are up to week number five I saw over on the ESPN Big 12 blog and you're not going to Ames. You're going to Lubbock instead in Week 5. Uh, that has upset the Cyclone fans, you know.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. Exciting series we're doing there. Um, yeah, Jake had the first pick. I'm going to get the first pick. I'm going to wrestle that away from him next week. Uh-huh. So I probably would have come to Ames for that Thursday night. And, and in, the, in the real world of actual uh, travel, right. not June uh, <laughs> playing out the season, I, uh, I probably will come to Ames for that Thursday night, Texas, Iowa State game. So yeah, but I I did get second pick that week and there were only four four games, so I got my uh I got myself on a plane down to hopefully a plane uh down to Lubbock and I'll be seeing the uh I would be seeing the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys heading into uh, Lubbock. And 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 that was after the I was excited about that as I wrote it because it was after the 45 to 44 game in in Stillwater last year where right. Where uh, Texas Tech uh, missed an extra point in the final two minutes to fail to send it to overtime, or at least fail to have a chance to send it to overtime. So when those two get together, it's always interesting games. But Thursday night in Ames, you can't pass that up. I was there a couple years ago for the uh, Oklahoma. I was at, that. was last year the yep. Oklahoma uh, Thursday night in in Ames, and it was interesting for a couple of quarters. Uh, so I think uh, I think the one on September 28th that we were referencing will be interesting for more than a couple of quarters in Ames this year.
3: Yeah, I'm right there with you, yeah. and. You know, it feels certainly for Iowa State, that's a turning point game. As mm-hmm. they're talking about bowl eligibility, those mm-hmm. are one of the games that, or Iowa, they probably have to pull at least one of those two upsets, in my mind, to be a six-win team. Do you see it the same way?
2: I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I I definitely think that, I mean, look, they're going to have to win a game that you would just stack up on paper, and you took it to somebody and... In California, and said, "Who's going to win this game? Iowa, Iowa State, Iowa, Texas." And, oh well, te- you know, not Iowa State because I haven't seen it in past years. I haven't mm-hmm. seen Iowa State do anything in the past five, six years. So, but if you know, if you study those rosters and you realize what the Cyclones have coming back, and and, and I and I think the the expected development of Jacob Park and some others on that roster, mm-hmm. then you, you 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 have to really think hard about those games. And I I expect that Iowa State's going to going to make a run um, at winning well i mean they're both in aim so make a make a run at winning one or both of them and and if they were somehow able to pull off both then you know then you start thinking about goals beyond just being bowl eligible but right now that seems to be iowa state seems to be about as about as 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 clear in what the goal is for that team this year Mm -hmm. as any team in the big 12 other than maybe Oklahoma winning another league championship and 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 getting into the and getting into the college football playoff. You could say Oklahoma State also making a run at the league title, but but just as far as having a a goal that isn't necessarily a Big Twelve championship, there there's nobody out there who is more clear in what they what they want to do, and I think what they need to do to get there.
1: The the key for Iowa State once again will be the progress of the offensive line and mm-hmm. And b is Joel Lanning a quarterback making the transition to middle linebacker? How well he deals with that?
2: yeah absolutely. I mean, that was a big spring storyline for Iowa State to have Lanning go over and, and take over that middle linebacker spot and um, i I would say both lines of scrimmage for uh, Iowa yes, state yes losing losing quite a bit up front on the defensive side too. They need to be able to hold their own um at the line of scrimmage and you know they've got Jake campos back on the offensive line so that's a boost um the uh unexpected early departure of david dawson as a grad transfer was uh you know maybe a blow maybe it's not a blow because if the guy's not ready to be there and doesn't want to be there then you know you don't want him taking reps away from somebody who who does want to in in august so i guess if that was bound to fail, then let, let's have it happen in May or June instead of August or September. But um, I, they can't have they can't have uh, balloons popping on the offensive and defensive line. You know everything that you hope is as a you know everything that Matt Campbell is, has been planning since last December to to work on and those two parts of the team. They've they've really got a fire on all cylinders. I think for for Iowa State to play the way that it wants in the trenches.
3: Mitch, we'll let you run with this. So we started talking about the fourth. You may be having a little bit of time and as long as nobody retires. What would be the 4th of July story out of the 10 coaches in the Big 12 right now that would get you oh to have to get in front of the computer? Here's my guess. Cliff Kingsbury shooting off fireworks and getting in trouble with a a young co-ed. That's, that's the one that I could see maybe <laughs> happening this weekend.
2: Hey, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, for as, as – um, as much as we love to talk about things like that, you know he 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 is on a, a strict regiment. Uh, we, we've had, uh, you know, you, you guys know every year the Big Twelve coaches come out to to Bristol for the car wash oh, yeah. and they go on all the shows and and um, you know Cliff is not is not you know burning the midnight oil. He um, despite his his uh, movie star looks, mm-hmm. um, he he's the, he's all business at least. When he's out in the public eye, so I, you know, I think instead, I think Cliff will be, will be maybe studying some some offensive plays, uh, you know, drawing up uh, some game plans uh, on the Fourth of July instead of out out uh, shooting off fireworks with the ladies. But uh, I guess you never know what what would what would have to happen. I mean, there's any number of things that could happen. Um, gosh, I I, I mean. Gundy's uh, mullet
3: starts on fire. Yeah, yeah. You that, don't want. I don't good. want to get
2: too dark. I don't want to get too dark. No, we don't want to go, go way down, Dark. Yeah. Go down some road with Baker Mayfield that uh, that <laughs> we we've, we've, we've seen the hints so, of. Yeah, yeah. I think Mike Gundy. You. That's a great one. If his mullet catches on fire, then we are in. We are in. We are in serious hot water. And I'll be working. I could be working, uh, you know, overnight, to 24 hours straight on, on, on that kind of a story. But, uh, no, I, 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 let's, just, let's just knock on wood and hope that uh, it's an uneventful force for everyone in the Big 12 and, and the Big 10 and around the country. Yes.
1: I, I can see it now. Gundy out rattlesnake hunting. Snake mm-hmm. goes, attacks him. He trips over the campfire, and some of the burning ashes fly up into the air and lights his mullet on fire.
2: Right, I don't know if the Gundy's all get together for uh, for the Fourth of July because there's Cale Gundy, you know, who's an assistant for Lincoln Riley now at Oklahoma. Yes, and uh, you know, maybe there could be a uh, you know a little a little war within the family about the upcoming Bedlam game this year. There's so much at stake. Both of these teams are uh, playoff contenders, so uh, they, they seem to they seem to do pretty well at. At uh, at least from what we hear about it at at, at family uh, family occasions, but I'm sure there's a lot of football talks at, at those uh, at those Gundy get-togethers, and it'd be good to be a, a a fly on the wall or something like that.
1: Boy, you got that right, Mitch. Uh, enjoy your time off. Uh, it's not like you haven't earned it because you have, pal. Thank you. You have a great uh, Fourth of July weekend.
2: Same to you guys. Thanks a lot. See
1: you, Mitch Sherman, ESPN. Right here on the Draft House 50 hotline. You like those? You Big like those stuff. ideas that I, like I had those. for you? The Gundy mullet was excellent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I agree with Mitch. I didn't want to go dark. <laughs> there, there's no reason to say anything well, like Vermose. We're getting ready for a holiday weekend. Yeah, We like to have Friday fun during the summer. We do.
3: We're going to have a little more fun. We'll take a bigger look at the uh, Big Ten, Big 12 okay. football coaches. What could get them in trouble Woo! this weekend? Jimmy B will ponder. You can help us out as well at 264 1700. Friday fun. What's the goofy that's going to happen with the coaches in the Big Ten and Big 12? I like it. Next on Jimmy B and TC.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Make history and celebrate the 4th of July by lighting up the sky with Bolino Fireworks. Fireworks are now legal in Iowa. Bolino Fireworks has been supplying the Midwest with quality products at the very best prices for over 35 years. Plus, at Bolino Fireworks, buy one, get three free. Bolino Fireworks. Find them in Ames in the hy V parking lot, 3800 Lincoln Way. Also, the Fairway parking lot, 3619 Stange Road. Also, in Indianola, the Fairway parking lot, 1309 West 2nd Street. Bolino
5: Fireworks. Have a
0: blast this 4th four- 4th of July. Find hot 4th of July savings at g and Clothing. Get great deals on Chaps polo shirts, Pocket T-shirts and Lord Daniel polos. Ladies Carhartt women's V-neck T-shirts are also on sale. The deals are hot at g and Clothing, 1801 Ingersoll. Open Monday, Wednesday and Thursday nights till 8. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by
1: Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs, well known in Central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and of course, the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamAndGabes.com.
0: You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's.
1: When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I do the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help.
6: Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
1: Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty—a
3: place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
0: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. As 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing, new approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rate supply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return other and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends
5: Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here inviting you to visit our full-service gun
0: Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC.
1: All right, everybody, we're back. And we were talking about a little fun on Friday. I've seen it all, Trent. Uh Uh-huh. Today is International Asteroid Day. Huh? Yes. Stupid. Stupid. International Asteroid Day. So, if an asteroid were to streak into Des Moines and fall to Earth, it commemorates the day the Earth's largest recorded asteroid impacted Earth in 1908. Hmm. So, I remember it falling from the sky. Do you? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. thought the uh, apocalypse was upon us. 1908, yeah. Largest asteroid impacted Earth on that uh, on today, Asteroid Day.
3: Interesting.
1: Do you remember? No, no, not that. <laughs> remember when oh, you were probably a little kid, but you probably read about it, where one of the satellites that they launched, uh... Sputnik. No, it wasn't Sputnik, blew up, and parts, and they were so afraid because parts of it were going to fall to Earth, and a a few of them made it through the Earth's atmosphere and landed, like, in a field in Kansas or something, or Oklahoma. No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, that took place. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a manned satellite, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And it broke up, and yeah, everybody was driving around looking at the sky thinking oh my god i'm going to be on the freeway and i'm going to get hit with fallen satellite material boy you guys really had some fun back yeah. in the day <laughs> <laughs> that's what you did for entertainment huh <laughs> what can i say that took place that was a real deal i got you yeah. i got you yeah. you're uh, ready to have some I'm more ready. fun you're going to you're going to like Twist my brain again with numbers. We we got some numbers we're gonna throw out. We're it's Friday. We do goofy. stuff. Yes, we do. We do goofy stuff in the in the
3: summertime. We have fun with it. And uh, I started with thinking of when we were talking with Mitch. Yeah, some different things that would happen with the Big Twelve football coaches. Okay, Lincoln Riley maybe busted for a fake ID. <laughs> uh, he that's I guess a, he is thirty
1: three. That that's <laughs> a that's a great big and rich song. What's that? Fake ID. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. Pop it up. Yeah, just type in. I am not Yeah, type in Big and Rich. Fake ID. It's a great song. No, he sucks. I'm just saying, it's a great song. Fake ID. is one of my favorites. Bill Snyder. Yeah. What
3: what do you think Bill Snyder's up to over the 4th of July?
1: I would probably say Bill. Do you think he likes to fire off fireworks? Probably. Yeah? And he'd probably be on a houseboat in a lake. Oh, really? Yeah? Yeah. He wouldn't have a ski boat, no. no but no, the no. houseboat, absolutely, for Bill. Right, I could see that. All right, I could see him doing fireworks off the houseboat. Matt Rule, uh, here's a fun one. Okay,
3: Dana Holgerson. Now I could see him being arrested, lighting couch on fire. <laughs>
1: He he just looks like he's lost his mind always on the sidelines.
3: Mad line. scientist. He, he fits mad right scientist. in at West Virginia. He does. He
1: absolutely does. He he's great from that standpoint. I could I could see him like having he'd be out at the cabin. Yeah, yeah. And the cow would kick over the lantern and start his cabin on fire. Right. I could see that. I could see that with Horgelson. How about uh how about Matt Campbell? No, Matt Campbell
3: for you know the very outgoing personality, but he's not at the level of PJ Fleck. Which Fleck, he's another level of it. Yes, he you know, is. He's, yes, he is. Yeah. He, he takes it to to the nth degree. Yes, that's not Campbell. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah, young he, guy, he has yeah. energy. He has a great time. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of hard to come up with a joke for him. You know, I
1: could I could see Campbell. I could see Campbell out at the lake. Yeah, okay. Doing a little water skiing. All right. Okay. Weather's going to be okay, so I could have I could have Campbell out doing a little water skiing and 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 here's what would happen.
3: Uh huh. All what, right. What's going to get him in trouble? What's going to make Mitch Sherman have to write pull away from vacation okay, to so write a story? Here, here's
1: what'll happen. So he's out. Let's say that he's there with a bunch of bunch of boys mm-hmm. and they're out wakeboarding. Okay. Okay. Out on the wakeboard and. He hits this big what you've wakeboarded, right? No. What the hell do you do? Don't you? Wakeboarding's awesome. Okay. You sit on your knees on the board and you can do flips off of it? I I don't Dude, boat. I got to I you got to do stuff. I don't boat. Okay. At any rate, here's what he's I doing. I play cups and bags. <laughs> with crackhead. <laughs> so, he's out wakeboarding. Hits Hits a big wave, uh-huh. goes up into the air, and as he does his flip, his trunks come off. Oh, Indecent exposure. Indecent exposure. <laughs> Matt Campbell. In trouble. On in the trouble. lake at
3: Sailorville Lake. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tom Allen of Indiana. Who cares? Chris Ash and more and Lovey Smith. This is what I. He would get in trouble for this. Okay. Same thing out on the boat. Okay. But you look at Lovey on the sidelines. Doesn't it look like he doesn't even want to be there? Looks like he's asleep. That's what it is. Falls asleep manning the boat. (laughs) Runs
1: it into the log boom. (laughs) There's Lovey for you. There's Lovey. Okay. Got it. Uh, Who else do you have? Uh, PJ Fleck. Oh,
3: I mean, you you can think. Well, he's
1: rowing the boat.
3: Well, he's rowing the boat, then, and then he's lighting off fireworks. Yes. He's got fireworks coming out of his backside. I mean, this guy,
1: <laughs> he's P. like J. a he's Fleck. like a
3: Roman candle. <laughs> Is Fleck gonna be successful?
1: You know what? I hope so. You do? Yeah, because I think it'd be great if he was. I just I just think that with his wild ass personality and mm-hmm. some of the things he does. I just think it would flip the West on its ear, Mm -hmm. and I think it would make it really highly entertaining. And you know me. I'm in for the entertainment value. Yeah. And I think that that that's the kind of guy, because he is so far out there, that that could be his strong suit. And if he has success, then that's what it will play into. Yesterday, we had Pete
3: Futek on, and I asked him about both him and and Matt Campbell, two young guys coming in from the MAC. Mm Mm-hmm. Coming into programs that haven't had a ton of success. Minnesota's had more recently, but overall, really, I mean, over decades, you just haven't seen a lot out of Iowa State and Minnesota. And if they become names, you know, if they get into legendary status that we talked about. sure. Do you see either of them being able to do that at the places they are? Or for Iowa State, this is a stepping stone for Matt Campbell.
1: I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly.
3: Can Minnesota be a destination though for PJ Fleck? Can he get that program to the level that even Kirk Ferentz has had
1: it over the last eighteen sure. years? Like eh? if he's consistently winning nine to ten games a season,
3: has a couple Big Ten championships, uh-huh. you know, wins two or three Big Ten West, West wins, titles wins, over a decade, wins
1: a couple Big Bowl games, gets to a
3: Rose Bowl, sure. something they haven't been to since the sixties. You know, right? Will he stay? That, that's the question that I keep coming back to because I do believe both the guys will be successful. I, I agree. don't, But I don't see either of them staying long-term. Fleck would be the
1: one that you would think maybe a little bit more, but even that... I think he would stay longer than Campbell. Okay. I think if Campbell is able to make this go in three years, he's starting his second. Mm-hmm. So from here to three more years, and he starts to build success at Iowa State... What is this? 2017? That'd be 2020. Mm-hmm. I think that that particular time, if he is winning eight to nine games, going oh. to going, I know, I've never just, been done. Before. I, I know that. Just saying that if that were to happen, eight... I don't even know if he has to get to that level. I mean,
3: if if, if he, he has... can get a season out, consistently winning eight or if he wins nine games at Iowa State, his phone's going to be ringing off the hook. Gene Chizik won four in three years you got a call from Auburn and that was because of his recruiting prowess and the connections. If you win 9 games at Iowa State, a young guy like that, yep. the way that he is building it, he's going to have his choice oh, of job. He offers.
1: will. He will.
3: And he doesn't have to do it a multiple times a year. No, you just
1: think one season <sighs> like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because just look at the program. I know. I look, I see what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, they 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 I I believe that this season will be a cornerstone season for Iowa State, where they have turned the corner, and instead of the guys in Vegas saying four, four and a half, they're going to say six, six and a half.
3: Well, that means that you're a believer starting up front, because with all these junior college guys, they're replacing basically their whole front seven. They are,
1: with with campus coming back. Or front six Six. with the four, two, five. yes
3: but you're uh, there's a couple of guys with a little bit of experience offense. but it, no defensively
1: okay defense, and, and that's yes. what i'm saying is,
3: right. is you're replacing yeah. up there and you know the the landing story is fun it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if the defensive line's terrible if these junior college guys don't hit it doesn't matter. Joel landing could be the next ray lewis
1: oh he could be but if he doesn't have a defensive <laughs> line that can <laughs> occupy
3: any space and any ta- right. any blockers not going to matter right because he's going to be gobbled up every single time correct so that's more important to me than Joel Lanning and his transition. And, and linebackers, I don't want to say they're a dime or a dozen. You can find guys that can tackle. Yes. If you've got a good defensive line, you can find plenty of people to plug into those spots, and you're going to be all right. That's the question for me, and, and it's something we just don't know. Yeah, the, these guys had a lot of accolades. All, all three of those junior college defensive linemen coming in, they had big-time offers. They were Juco All-Americans, but the transition is not always quick. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at... Even a place like Kansas State, what Bill Snyder has built. Yes, correct. And for years and years and years, it was a very, very easy non-conference schedule. And the reason for that was because he knew it takes a while for those guys to get acclimated. Even talented junior college players making that jump up, it's not a switch that you can flip game one. I agree with you. It takes a little bit. And Iowa State, they don't have a little bit of time to get ready. They have to be at minimum two and one. Through the non conference. At yes, minimum.
1: A minimum, yes. Two and one. Three three and zero oh would be awesome for if you're an Iowa State fan. Two and one you will definitely accept. But if
3: you're one and two or Not, God forbid, oh and oh three, three. Oh god. I mean, you, then oh. you're well well basketball season. Hello. Yeah, Hello. And we've played that game a few times. Man, with we Iowa have. State. we yeah. have. In the last in the last three years we've yeah. played that. Yeah, it's it's a look forward to basketball. So that's the thing I think is most important. I, I believe that Manning will have that offensive line at least adequate. I agree. But defensively, what they get up front, what they can get out of these new guys juco-wise is going to be such a huge determining factor. You know, Last year, they were giving up just those huge, huge gobs of yards. Yes. And I, I thought it was interesting because Kansas was also in the same spot, but somebody brought up a big reason that Kansas, they weren't good defensively, they weren't good against the run, But it was even maybe a little bit worse in terms of numbers is because they'd be down so much. Mm i would be down so much, teams just run the ball because they're not going to throw it all over a team they're up already 40 on. That wasn't the case with Iowa State. Iowa State was in a lot of games. They were close games, and teams were still able to run all over them. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. That is kind of number one on my list, though. We all love the shiny object. We all love offense and what they're going to put up. But if that defensive line is what they were a year ago, they're going to be in big trouble again, and they're going to have to hope that they're going to be able to win six games in shootouts, but they're not going to win a whole lot of low-scoring games, and something that you'll look at there. So, uh, some thoughts there, Jimmy B. Back to, uh, back to the coaches. Kirk Ferenc, Mm-hmm. What would be the uh, phone call that beeps up on Jimmy B. that over 4th of July, Kirk Ference does...
1: What to get himself in some trouble. He's at the uh, house on the back porch in the rocking chair smoking a big cigar. Ah. And some of the ashes yep. falls down on the crotch area and lights his pants on fire. Lights his pants on fire. Okay. All right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't see Kirk out there. I don't
3: see him out. I don't think Kirk's a fireworks guy. No. I don't see that out That's why
1: That's why I say. In yep. the rocker yep. on the back porch. Yow! Oh, <laughs> this is hot. <laughs> Uh. boy stuff is getting singed here <laughs> one more
3: jim harbaugh ah jim harbaugh yes breaking news see it on the bottom line of espn jim harbaugh arrested in cabo bringing hot dogs to kids in a tree house. Trying to sneak in with his sleeping bag into a thirteen-year-old prospect's bed. No,
1: no, I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. Hey, no. he's had sleepovers. I know that he's he, had no, sleepovers. He's in, he's in Cabo, uh, hanging out with the Dos Equis and scaring people on the beach, running around like a crazy fool. <laughs> Shirt off. Shirt off. Absolutely <laughs> running around. I can see that. Mitch. Mitch Sherman will have to work on that one. <laughs> Oh,
3: a little Friday fun. Well, Jimmy B, we're going to come back, and since it's the last day of June, yes, it is. Uh let's W and L things. Let's W and L the Hawks and the Cyclones together uh, here on the last day, the last day of June. Uh, our, June? our final look. We Be- talk about before, this a lot. before
1: we get serious, and yes. we get into late August. Yes, okay. Let's see what we come up with. All right, we'll I'm do good. that
3: on the other side. Okay, I'm good with it. W and L on the Hawks and the Cyclones in June. Hey, we're the place for that. Jimmy B and TC, (laughs) live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios.
0: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KVGG.
1: It's Iowa Cubs Game
3: Day.
0: Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the Texas Round Rock Express tonight at 7:08. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets and more. Iowa Cubs Baseball. Come for the fun, stay for the game. iowacubs.com worry less with liberty mutual insurance
5: hey thought you were going to be stuck at the repair shop with your car for a few hours i did
0: too but liberty mutual saved me from that nightmare liberty did what yep with liberty i can get a repair estimate right on my phone i just took a few photos of the dent and hit send now i just have to worry about getting
3: the kids to soccer on time Uh, wait kids soccer i gotta go oh
2: Bye. Visit us online
0: to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Availability varies by state. Other restrictions apply. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Defend your vehicle from harmful elements and restore shine with Armor All Canister Wipes. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up Armor All Canister Wipes for $3.99. And for a limited time, when you buy three canisters, get a $5 Visa gift card after mail-in rebate. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limits apply. See store for details. O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: When is the best time to talk to your family? about staying in touch during a disaster. When floodwaters reach your door. When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood. Or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town. Or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Afternoons, we talk
0: sports on 1700 KBGG with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo.
1: The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods, if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good.
3: I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green irregularly. regulation. There you
0: go. Then join former pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney show. And head into the evening with former registered sports writer Bill Ryder with Wider Than You on the Big Talker, 1700 KG.
3: wolfconstruction.net
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: Alright everybody, welcome back. Uh, we continue till 3 o'clock today and Trent has uh, the schedule pulled up yep. for both teams and we will do a W and L. It always cracks me up. Yes, because people when when you always do this, mm-hmm. people say, "Well, you guys got nothing else to talk about, so you're just going to W and L." Yep. Well, you're right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to lie about it. Hey, nobody's in jail. Yeah. You know, we're we're going to hit the PTL
3: coming up on the other side of the capital city. We League. will. Yeah. We'll do that to kick off the two o'clock hour. But yeah, right now we're going to W and L. It's the last day of June. Yeah. Our ideas our thoughts about teams continue to evolve sure neither of us are so hard-headed that we just have to stick with you know what we thought right after the season we we know this is a part of it mm-hmm. and as you hear more things you you start to come to your opinion so this is it where it sits right now and we're going to do this together you and me we're going to come to an agreement all right week one you and i iowa state wins it yes okay we're in agreement. Yes. Week two. Yes. The Hawkeyes come to town. Yes. Iowa State wins that one. Yes. They're two and zero. Oh. Yes. Week three, they go to Akron.
1: Concerns? Yes. This is a struggle. Really? On the road. And will there be too much celebrating after they beat the Hawks? Mm. Okay. The old hangover effect. The
3: letdown game. Uh huh. Uh huh. Also, uh, remember that uh, after that one, on the horizon, their next game will be that Texas game. That's right. Now, it won't be a week after. It's, uh, they they have get a, a break. Bye they have yep. a
1: bye week for Texas. So it'll be
3: 12 days in between. So, First road game, though. Yeah. Akron better than maybe people think, 5-7 and seven a year ago. Yes. Should we put it down as an L? I'm going to put it down as a W. Uh, you're going to go a W. Well, gonna, we have to come to an agreement. Uh, So you think this team is going 3-0 in the non-conference? I believe they will. See, I don't. And that's why I want to hedge my bet here. You're going to hedge on Akron? And give him a loss. But we're
1: coming to agreement. We have to come to a consensus. We we do? Okay. Well, we're much better than the uh, government, that's for sure. (laughs) Right,
3: right. Can I talk you into an Akron? Yes. An Akron loss? You can. Yes,
1: you can. Because any three of these games, they can lose. They could lose any of these Right.
3: They could lose all three. And this isn't individually. I think they're going to lose to Akron. I just believe they they'll will lose
1: somewhere. Like if Iowa were to beat them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
3: Even you and I. All right, let's go 2-1. and 2-1 and one through the non-conference. So now you're searching for four wins to get Bull eligible Correct. for the Cyclones. That Thursday night game against Texas. Whew. Tom Herman has done a great job, every place that he has done, yes. of making big improvements. Not just as a head coach, but even before that as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. His team's... Make big improvements. It's not like
1: he doesn't know the stadium. <laughs> right, <laughs> he, right. He knows everything about the stadium.
3: I don't think that will really impact the game. Much, I don't Jim. think so. I don't think so. Does Iowa State beat
1: Texas? Thursday night, great crowd. It's a swing game. It is a swing game. The place will be nuts. hmm National TV. Right.
3: <clears throat> no. No. Two and two. I agree with you. Two and two. Tight, tough loss. Tough loss. Yes. We'll be talking about it a lot that Friday. Yeah. It will be a tough one. All right. After that, they go down to Oklahoma. No. Two and three. Yeah. Back home for Kansas. Yes. Yes. Closer than you expect. I know. Kansas is getting better. They're getting there. But I believe they win that, so they're 3-3. Three and 3-3. Three. Three and three. They go down to Texas Tech. This is one. Right here. You got to get. You have to have this one. Now, after last year, the I way know. that you throttled them, yep. you know there's going to be plenty of motivation over there. Kingsbury, he might be coaching for his coaching career. It's going to be more difficult than last year. There's no doubt about that. On the road, down in Lubbock, West Texas, Jimmy B's
1: favorite place to be. Oh, God. Oh, I hated going there to do games. Even though I would, I would fly in the day before. I couldn't wait to get the hell out of that town. Four and three. Football stadium's nice. We'll give him a win, though. Yes, four and three. Four and three.
3: All right. After Texas Tech, next up is a home date with TCU. See, this
1: is this is a, a struggle for me. A lot of people like this TCU team. They do. Think they're
3: going to have a bounce back year yeah. after a disappointing six and seven a year ago. At home. Yeah. You get them in Jack Trice. End of October, weather could be a factor. Could be. Do they get this one? No. They don't. I'm kind of with you. It, it almost feels like they're going to get one of the two, either at Texas Tech or at TCU. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up after that one, it is to November, and they go to West Virginia. This is scary. They're not winning
1: this game. No,
3: I think West Virginia
1: is going to be good. I think the guy in the coonskin hat will be uh, <laughs> shooting that rifle off a lot, hitting the musket. Yeah, that's a loss.
3: After that, they then
1: get Oklahoma State at home. See, everybody thinks when Okie State comes into town, they're going to pull off the upset like they did back what three or four years ago. Yeah, when they upset the number two team in the country, greatest learned that greatest victory ever. In Cyclone history. Um, I don't think they get them. Here's the thing, and
3: maybe helpful. Oklahoma State, the week before, is yes. Bedlam. Oh. And the week after, they have Kansas State, who's probably going to yes, be in contention there. So maybe a letdown look-ahead spot. Could be a trap-type
1: game. Still Oklahoma State's talented. God, they be are. They, they had, a, had them on the ropes last they year. They did.
3: Had them on the ropes, let them off the hook, but I can't put down a win there.
1: I can't either. At Baylor, I do think they I, get a win I think they can win at Baylor. And I told you last year they were winning that game, and I was dang close, boy. I I think they can win at Baylor. I really then, do. I think Baylor's really in for some really tough days in the Big 12. And then at Kansas State. It's it's difficult it to is, get to six. It
3: is. Individually, you can make cases for a lot of these a lot games, of the games, but all encompassing together.
1: If you win the first tough. three, you're, feel, yeah. you're feeling pretty good. Yep. So, all right, we'll do Iowa then uh, after the top of the hour break. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
4: We're a roofing machine.
6: You don't need
2: more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
1: There's no greater pain a parent can suffer than losing a child. And yet heat stroke deaths in hot cars are on the rise. The temperature inside a vehicle can reach deadly levels in just a few minutes. Leaving windows cracked does not help. These preventable deaths can occur even when the outside temperature is as low as 57 degrees. Never leave your baby or child in a vehicle, even for
6: a short period, and always check the back seat before you get out of the car. Where's baby? Look before you lock. For more information, go to NHTSA.gov forward slash heatstroke.
0: A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents an american classic for a classic price it's not quite a milkshake not quite an ice cream cone it's definitely chocolate or vanilla that choice is on you use a spoon or a french fry anything goes a frosty makes summer special yep there's nothing quite like a frosty and there's nothing quite like this deal a frosty for 50 cents get yours before this deal melts away small frosty only at participating wendy's for a limited time offer not valid in alaska and hawaii
1: here's the real scoop on your garden soil Sometimes it needs a fresh start with the help of the Home Depot, where bags of Miracle Grow Garden Soil are a special buy, four for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for strong roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. Beautiful gardens start with Miracle Grow Garden Soil, four bags, 10 bucks. Now at the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Valid through July 5th while supplies last, limit 80 per customer, contiguous U.S. only.
0: Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office, it's time. And when the intern packed the Harrington file, not the Farrington file, oh, my bad. it's definitely time. And it's times like these when you can count on Staples. Access your files from email, the cloud, or USB, and then print, copy,